0: in the high quality. Yeah, someone criticised the other day. Actually, had said that we r- we ramble. I yeah, think that's okay. Yeah, we do ramble. I think that I like rambling that is mm.
1: that's how you get to know people. To good bits. Yeah, exactly. This okay, is the I'll real us,
0: the rambling bits. Once we start the mm, pure parts, yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you don't want the real me. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> want the TV me.
1: Well, anyway, show in my house, Steve.
0: Oh we got the, one. We yeah. got one. I didn't think
1: you'd yeah, it. No, okay. We call the end of the garlic bread. You know the sort of curved bit that nobody wants to eat? We call that the nub.
0: <laughs> the nub Ladies
1: and gentlemen, it's the Failed Rockstar Club. <laughs> wow. Yeah, do you, do you have a name for that part of the garlic bread? Um, the
0: end.
1: You know, a garlic baguette,
0: yeah. bread baguette. Nobody, I've never... No, I've done nobbing before. Remember that? Let's go for a one-star clubbing. No, yeah. mm. <laughs> but maybe I haven't done it.
1: Yeah. I feel like it's so unappealing that we haven't, we haven't <laughs> don't, don't, bothered no, to... You do mention Gee, it? No.
0: Cause you could call it the Ken. <laughs> it like Ken's got that kind of weird oh, like yeah. nobbing y bit There's of sort kind of of no, <laughs> no genitals. Yeah. Section. You could call it the get The Ken. <laughs>
1: That's well, we we'll call it The, knob, in my the house. knob. You should call it The Ken.
0: Yeah. Well, you should call it The Ken. You don't have I a name for it. Yeah. So. Slavka, get your guns around The Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Get your guns around My Ken. Get your lens round My Kens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that doesn't really work. Uh, hi, <laughs> hi everyone, welcome to the Found Rockstar Club podcast, the podcast that talks to musicians about mental health, their journey in music and a little bit of fashion. Ooh, we'll nice. throw that bad boy in the conversation at some point. Um, Jez, I'd like to ask you, hmm. I haven't done it for a week, <laughs> where, uh, where, where are, are we, <laughs> who are we, and how can you find us?
1: Okay, so here we are, I'm Jez, that's Steve, and this is Sam, so Sam Eagle, rounds, the, you who know, is this week's yeah. guest, well, you who will be, be getting on to very shortly, to me. but we are in Best Days Vintage, 40 Old Lane, Colchester, Cultural Centre of the
0: Universe, CO1, 1LS, yep. Send us letters. We love getting letters. Never <laughs> had
1: one. Never had read... <laughs> <laughs> a single one. <laughs> not even a Valentine's card. Seven years we've been here, not had a single <laughs> Valentine's card. Mm. Outrageous.
0: Lots of bills.
1: And yeah, we've both got wives.
2: <laughs> who cares? <laughs> yeah.
1: It's not important. We've got egos. <laughs>
0: who are we, who are we with? Well, we're with
1: Sam Eagle. That's one. I'm... I said that. Yeah, I said that bit. Uh, um, and yeah, that's it. I <laughs> think I've covered. Where we are and Can't who be. we are. Where can you find this? <coughs> Here, Best Forty Old Lane, teased. as I said. Yeah. Do writers' letters? <coughs> yes. This <Fucking> week <coughs> we'll do our songs of the week when Steve's recovered. Shit the bed. <coughs> but yeah, this is Sam Eagle. He is a <coughs> solo artiste of mm-hmm. great repute. He's played in the shop when he was when you were very young. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Like that's when we first. Twenty sixteen. Sort of yeah.
0: Probably...
1: Maybe even earlier. We did a cover of Doctor Who.
0: The Doctor did a cover of the Doctor theme tune. Oh, yeah. The oh, yeah. Jess said he remembered you doing a couple of... Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Was really yeah. Was oh, yeah. So I think oh, that yeah. was the very first time you it.
1: That was, yeah. was with Innie, wasn't it? Yeah, just I think, I think it was us. just the two of you, yeah. Supporting Fox, I believe. Yes. FOX. Yes. FOX, yeah, yeah. That was that was really fun. That was really mm. nice. And they brought their whole, like... Their whole stadium, stadium setup. wasn't stadium it?
0: Setup. Huge. Stadium set up. And they put it like this, and the yeah. yeah, it's it was that cool. Was it was actually good because everyone was sick, wasn't it? All the lights were going off, weren't they, all over the place? And it was like a proper yeah. proper gig in here.
1: Yeah, they had like smoke, smoke machines. machines and everything. Yeah, <clears throat> very cool. Yeah, no, that was cool. Yeah, we did Bulletproof. I think we did a Thundercat cover as well. Oh, I can't remember what what much else we played, but yeah, that was like the first first thing here. Was that one of your first ever gigs? Oh, uh, yeah, maybe even like. Well, it's the first and only gig as a band called Fun in the Bum. That was the name. <laughs> that was the name we were going under. Fun in the Bum. Wow. Well, yeah. I don't remember that. Very, I think. Oh, would remember that. Very yeah. out there. And the time that we played the um, Doctor Who cover, it was full band, and we hadn't yet got the Lemon Lizards as a name yet. We were. Right. Sam Eagle and the Warm Vaginas. Yes, wow. I remember that. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Our, um there were posters at college and... well
0: uh, taken down?
1: Well, Dan, our music tech teacher, just, like, scalpeled out... The vaginas. The vaginas. <laughs> Never scalpel out a vagina. <laughs> Kids, I want no. to make that clear. <clears throat> <clears throat> Always use a very soft instrument. <laughs> scissors. <laughs> scissors. Safety scissors, yeah. Are yeah. Yeah. the best thing. Or fabric scissors. Okay. Uh, so, we like <clears throat> to start these interviews uh-huh. with uh, the song, every one of us do a song of the week, a song that describes the week that's just gone mm-hmm. In somehow in mood or in tight, sometimes just the title. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just, I went oh, for a bike ride, so I choose bicycle by uh, bicycle race mm-hmm. by Queen. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes it's a bit more depth. Mm-hmm. Let's see what we've got this week. Well, what's yours? Uh, I was thinking... Uh, can I give a few different options, or does it have to be one? I don't see why not.
0: Yeah, you're the, you're, the then, guest, you're special guest. And you then can do maybe, what you
1: want? Maybe we can choose okay. one from oh. the three. Maybe oh,
0: yeah. okay, we can try and guess what it meant.
1: One of them is the cave by um, Marie Naffa, Who uh, I just heard it this week, and it's kind of been just on literally like on loop all week. So. That has summarized the week quite mm-hmm. nicely. In that it's the soundtrack of the week. Yeah. Okay. Well, that works. Um, yep. that's a really nice song. It's just like really groovy, and it's just kind of a song that just like absorbs you, you know. Yeah. You know, and you just kind of a song you can just really sort of lose yourself in. Yeah. You're like
0: in a <coughs> music bubble. Yeah. 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 That you can is it soundscape Is it and like lots of like?
1: No, it's just really like groovy and just kind of just chugs well. quite hypnotic quite quite hypnotic yeah but in a really chill nice way good chords yeah yeah very It, it flows nicely and changes up nicely um another song um is Ops from the Black Panther soundtrack oh yeah um because um I interviewed Eugen Blackrock who features on it on my podcast this week and I can't remember who the actor is, but I saw that he died yeah. very recently. He was in the film. So I thought that's quite a a week of Black Panther. Yeah. Well, I can't remember his name either. Oh, sugar. I, I feel gonna Steve's going to make an attempt at it. No, he's not. My, predi- <laughs> my prediction <laughs> going <on>? is <laughs> going to be... It's misguided. <laughs> hmm. Any... Uh, Do you want to ch- take a stand on it? cha,
0: cha, Chan. I was going to say channing, but chan... <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah. anyway yeah. Um, so yeah I thought Ops because it's just a, a really cool song yeah, and it okay. kind of mm-hmm. that kind of that's quite a large moment this week isn't it yes Yes. Um, and the third one I actually was listening to on the train here um, it's called Inside Out by Beck
0: okay
1: and uh, I was trying to work out a way on how it could be relevant to the week because I really like the song I just want to get the song in um and I feel like. I was trying. To, maybe there's something in the title. It's been a very busy week with a lot of different things. Sure. Um, I've been inside. I've been and have I've got my <laughs> bloody
0: pants on this morning. I can't believe what yeah.
1: happened. <laughs> 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 the label was on the front. Ah, they're inside. Yep. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, and I feel like it's a very underrated Beck song. And it's very, very. It's as B side as you can get. It's like only. It's from his album, The Information. Yeah, and it's only available on the box set of the album in the UK or Japan. Wow!
0: So that's like deep, it's a deep cut. It is. It's as B-side as you can get, but it's so good. I love it. I why love do it. you think that he never made anything? Never made any more waves in the Beck collection. Uh, how do you mean by waves? Like, as in, he didn't. Why put wasn't it an A-side? A- 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 or a- wasn't on a- the album, a- or why wasn't it like know. pushed more? Like, because if it was been like a real banger, surely it would have been like. Or well, they thought it was a have mm. been front and center.
1: Well, I think it's it's maybe a bit. I don't know. I I don't see any reason why it wasn't really. It's maybe a little more experimental, perhaps. Maybe not so much of a commercial one, but who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But
0: well, it's well, that's awesome. nice though when you're a fan and you can like these little hidden ones in the, in the albums and the B mm. sides and stuff that mean something to you. Yeah, yeah. That may not mean something to like the kind of average person.
1: Hmm. Yeah, but it's a really <coughs> good song, Inside Out. So, of those three... Which one are you going to pick? I think... I think Ops on the Black Panther soundtrack. Okay.
0: Yeah. Seems... it seems I think I think it's most the most relevant, relevant
1: yeah. For sure.
0: Steve, what have you got? For similar reason, I've gone for <laughs> The Vapours <are> Turning Japanese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> I hope this is a... Li- literal role play, action <laughs> have been getting up to in your like Sean Connery. Yeah, Sean Connery and You Only Live Twice.
0: No, um, I went to Wagamama's yesterday.
1: Oh. <laughs> and that's it. That's the story.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, Slavka loves it, like Wagamama's, and I don't get it. Don't, oh, you don't get the high, don't it. I don't, I don't it understand. Home. I know I get, really? get it, but I don't understand why everyone bums it so much. And I actually saw a regular listener to the show, Ed Patel, Mm-hmm. when I was standing there he walked past he went right. I went here I am <laughs> got there and I was like Slavka please like, if it's a queue we have to go in she's like oh we'll see fucking 30 people queuing up wow so i wonder yeah and I was like brilliant so we had to stand outside and I was already at the ump I was like fucking hell am I doing here and uh, she loves it though so it's like she loves going in there and I'm like just don't understand why so much because I, I don't get about it you get in there and they say have you been here before yeah Say, so, well because yeah, your dishes are all gonna come at random times, so your fucking starters come after you're paying your bill. Oh, does it? Okay. It's all stuff like that. It's like it all comes at That's random annoying. times. I didn't know that. I I got my katsu Figatsu curry came and I was like, Slacker's dinner didn't come for ages and I'd like eat really slowly and I basically finished mine before hers came. It's like that, and it's like then the starters come late, or they don't call them sides, but they will come at random times. And but when they mm. came, were they good enough to justify the hype? Were they? Oh, they're perfectly delicious. acceptable, like nice. But, but it's not, like I just don't understand what all the fuss. What are the fusses about? And I don't get the concept.
1: Hmm. I didn't know that they did that kind of.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it all format. comes at random times, and it's like mm. weird. And they say, "Oh, it's all freshly cooked," so um, it all comes at random times. But then my bigatsu curry came in about fifteen seconds. So I was like, "That's not freshly cooked." Wow. And that is fast though that's very fast yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's fucking noisy in there as well sensory overload yeah a bit of an yeah, attack of the senses so yeah that's my song of the week okay yeah.
1: <laughs> well, but should should say Wagamama's we did mention Wagamama's yeah. in our Christmas song a couple yeah. of years ago and we got game, like free yeah. food really did they loads so. of free food oh wow it's the first time I think we'd ever been mm. yeah got a freebie from mm. being musicians <laughs> yeah not that we really are musicians but
0: you
1: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We did some music and got some free
2: yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that was appreciated. And oh, like, yeah. yeah. I do, I, don't, don't be wrong, I do like this nice food, I just don't... The concept of it is like... Maybe I'm a bit old school for it, old and grumpy for it, but it just you seems like weird. cauliflower bang bang. Yeah, I did like that, and I did that. It just comes from, It came back at the end of the dinner. I was like, brilliant. Finish yeah, I wasn't
1: talking up. about wake-up members. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, spare time.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, mine...
1: Do you... Have either of you watched... True Detective? Yep.
0: No, I have Season either. one or two?
1: One. Yep. Well, I've watched, it's three series, but... Shut up, is it the third se-
0: season now? It's not very good, though, is it, the third one? No, it's good. Oh, is it? It's good, yeah. It uh, Who's in it? What's his name? Maharasha Ali, I think is his name.
1: It's a guy... One Oscar. Okay. you don't know who he is?
2: <laughs> yes. I'm
1: going to get your finger on the pulse, please. <laughs> uh, but anyway I've recently rewatched the first series which I happen to believe is one of the greatest series of television yeah. of all time True Detective True yeah, Detective pretty, specifically series one that's the one with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson
2: yeah
1: oh gosh and it's kind of in the Louisiana and it's all these missing kids and all. it's all like creepy kind of psychological creepy stuff in the woods
0: yeah mm. and yeah, it is good and, and he's brilliant, McConaughey. Yeah, oh yeah, he's, he's absolutely fucking him. brilliant. In
1: that. He's brilliant. In that. But anyway, I went to the woods, and there were all these sort of wooden structures that reminded Whoa. me of it. Yeah. And there's a song, the theme song to that series is called "Far From Any Road" by the Handsome Family. It's like a kind of country thing, but it's really moody, mm-hmm. really atmospheric country music. It's and has every beautiful. season got the same music? No, different. Because okay. every season it's like an anthology thing, so okay. it's same title, but they're unconnected. It's just okay. different sets of detectives. But I've recently rewatched that. If you haven't seen it, literally the uh, probably my favourite single series of any show of all time. Wow,
0: That's the, yeah, it's got a great theme tune. And yeah. <coughs> yeah, I'd agree; it's an amazing series. Yeah. Second one's quite So yeah, someone's I didn't thrive. know it was a third one. Where's the third one on Netflix?
1: Netflix? No, see, it was it's on Sky, Sky on demand, I'm mm. afraid. But watch the first series, sir. Oh, will do. McConaughey spouts a lot I'm of on sort on of the... existentialist sort of. Mm. philosophy stuff. So if you're into that. Yeah. I
0: don't know if
1: you're, are you? Yeah, I think maybe <laughs> you probably. Like it. Mm. And he's all like
0: skinny and weird and yeah. eccentric. <clears throat>
1: yeah. Well he's he's playing someone who used to be a, an undercover drug. Mm. Undercover yeah. drug? <laughs> he was he still <wasn't>, yeah. yeah. <laughs> be he injected him, <laughs> <shrugged> <laughs> and injected him down injected into bad lads. <laughs> That's
0: it. So Yeah. Let's talk about you, Sam. I've now. got a quick quick I've got a quick quiz oh. for you, Sam, so I get to know you. Oh, oh okay. Sure. Okay, start with that. Uh, so this is a game, it's called This or That. Nice. So I'm going to read you out two things, and you've got to tell me which one is you prefer. Okay. <clears throat> um, this is how everyone gets to know a little bit about you, and uh-huh. what you like. So, Indian or Chinese food? Indian. Blur or Oasis? Blur. Drums or bass?
1: Oh, I don't know if that's... I think base, I think base, I think base, 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 base. Football base. or cricket? Football.
0: No, cricket. Game of Thrones or Stranger Things? Uh, I've never seen
1: Stranger Things and I've seen about 15 minutes of Game Uh-oh. of Thrones, so I'm going to say Game of Thrones. <laughs> the hell? Okay. Yeah, I don't really watch much TV. Left or right?
0: Right. Brighton or Colchester. Colchester. Okay, there you go. Is the correct oh, yeah.
1: answer. <laughs> That's the only one that has a correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I think we all know yeah. you now. <laughs> Things I know about good you. Good questions. Already. Yeah. Good questions. So, Very nice. Sam, musically wise, yes. you have released a few EPs. Mm-hmm. Um, how many in total? I think three now. Maybe three. The, do you, the coping yeah. mechanisms? Is that count as an EP? Was that? A, do you call that a mini album? According to Spotify, it's an album. but an According album, yeah. to me, it's an EP. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. what, how many tracks is it? Uh, seven. Ooh.
0: Six. Six. Ooh. I, don't I,
1: know. Think seven.
0: <laughs> I think seven. I think seven. I don't know. I think yeah. seven. I think definitely seven. It's Sp- 40, forty-two minutes long. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Spotify have um, apparently. I didn't know this, but they had a six. They have a six. Track limit on EPs. Oh, okay. So apparently an EP can't be. Well, I think it's a mini. To me, it's a mini album. Mm. Is what I would describe. It. But mm. we played in the shop and you called it an album, didn't you? Yeah. Mm. The warehouse. Sorry. Yeah. I, was I actually... played it to Steve today and I said, "This is his album." Mm. Um, I was actually kind of thinking about this today, um, because, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's. I think I'd say it's a mini album as well. Actually, right. you maybe know? I've Good, changed my one. mind.
0: Yes. Very quickly. <laughs> Easily Um, convinced. Yeah, good to know. Mini album. (laughs) Let's play (laughs) (laughs) Coldfire album. And are they were they self released or they've released on uh, labels or they label or? At the
1: time, they were all self released, but um, Cooking Vinyl, my label now, um, they're like sub licensed to them. Okay. Um,
0: Sure. What does that mean?
1: It's basically like um, they they have the rights to them now
0: is that part of the deal yeah um and do you reckon you, they'll end up re-releasing stuff will you end up re-releasing some of it or putting like putting mm. stuff if you're going to do an album I'm not sure there's the, there's a an old song
1: of mine called Moon Jelly that I'd, I'd quite like to like rework um that's a really old one huh? yeah really really old um but I feel like yeah I just kind of like, kind of like to revisit it I think um But no, I think they basically just bought them so that they could send them off to people or, like, just use them for stuff, really. Um,
0: I guess if they're going to get your services, that comes with a package, I guess, doesn't it? mm -hmm. Like, stuff you've done before, if it's not already assigned to anyone, Mm -hmm. then why not? Mm Get it all under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. You signed to Cooking Vinyl like year and a half, two. Uh, Last
1: July, like late July last year. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Considering like I'm only releasing music now. Yeah, Um. but you've just had a single out, and I Mm -hmm. assume that's like a precursor to a. Uh, Yeah, I'm on the way. There are two EPs across like the next until like March next year, so. This one was the first single from the first EP, right? Okay. Um, And then the first EP is coming out in November. Cool. Um, So there's a lot of music. Like, was that a conscious choice to do EPs rather than albums, or was it just the way the material fitted? Or Uh, that was just the deal. Really, there's there's an album. Ah, Okay. I'm doing an album with Cooking Vinyl after these EPs. Right. But I think from like a label's point of view, it's it because I'm kind of this is quite like an old school kind of development. So, like, normally a label would kind of hop onto an artist that's kind of got a really good fan base already and just kind of, like, jump on the bandwagon. Whereas in this case, like, we're very much building things from the ground up. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think doing two EPs first, you... Like, I learned so much in this process. I I realised, like, there's no chance... At all, that I was ready to do an album. No right. way, at all. Um, because I think I just like did have any songs or no. I, I just didn't have uh, like the right. I think my standards just were just way too low at that time. And in in the process of making these EPs, like just as an artist, like I've realised the kind of level that I think you need to be at before putting out. A, like a your first proper proper album um and just like just like recording processes and did you um, record them at
0: home then or did you record did you go to a big studio uh
1: one one track was done at a studio but the rest were done at home um and yeah I think I think just doing two EPs first would, was just such a, a just a good thing just from a learning curve point of view sure um does so that to say you listen back to older stuff now and you hear flaws or you, you think oh I should have done that differently or can, um, or can you listen to them as slices of that that was the time I did it and I haven't I haven't really listened what back listen for back? quite quite a long time but um... I can tell you it's still good Oh, thanks <laughs> <laughs> thanks man <laughs> um, uh, I don't know I'd probably I'd probably almost almost definitely listen back and be like um. But then you got to you got to like appreciate that, Yeah you know, the journey. Yeah, exactly. You're always like, whatever point in time you're at, that's that's where you are at that stage, isn't it? So you can't really compare it. Just like, you'd probably look back at stuff you do now, and probably think think the same kind of thing. No, <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> uh, My life has been perfect from start. <laughs> to
0: finish. Oh, I didn't you mean know. you specifically. You know, I just yeah. in general. <laughs> it's um. almost like, like sometimes you need like a bit of distance from your own music. Though, yeah, you listen back to it after like ten years and you go, oh, actually, it's quite good. Yeah. But the time because you were part of that creative process, mm. you 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 know what happened behind the curtain. And It's mm. different, like say. Jess and I are listening to it because we just we're just enjoying it as music fans. Mm. But you know what happened, the process behind it, what mm. was difficult to do, what was easy, what was slightly bodged, on like slow ones, and what wasn't. Yeah, or mm.
1: what was going on in your life at that point? Yeah. Those songs remind you of a particular points yeah. in your life. Yeah, yeah, amazing. yeah. That's true.
0: Um. Yeah. So, are you, so you, you going to be working with a producer? Do you think for this album, the first your album, or are you just going to do it yourself?
1: Uh, I'm. S- I haven't really thought too much about the album yet. I think um, I think I would like to do it with a producer, but I think I'd still like to engineer it myself, like do all the recording yeah. and, um, and set everything up. I, I really like recording from home just because you can just take the time that you need on it. Like, um, Although that can be a bad thing as well, but I just hate the pressure of... Needing to be done by five. Money as well. Right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. it's so much more money. Whereas you can just, you can just demo as much as you like at home. Um. You must have been doing a lot during lockdown. I've see, like, I well, have seen those, haven't you? Yeah, you Do all this? Yeah, yeah. Live recording things. Has it been? Have you seen it as a complete positive, like musically wise, or has it been? Um do you get? Right yeah, to I do actually. Um, for in terms of like. Writing full songs, I actually haven't written anything, but in terms of writing ideas've I've written loads like through, through these streams, um, just like eight bars, like just like a beat that's kind of all I do now really I'm so bad at finishing finishing songs like I just can't do it um, unless you have to do it um, but yeah
0: Is that that, because you get bored.
1: Yeah, I think I think like the really like exciting bit of writing is in that kind of first when the idea like hits and you just take it as far as you can and then you kind of it just kind of you run out of ideas or whatever and then you're just kind of having to put it together and then it's kind of work then. (laughs) Right. Do you know what I mean? The magic's gone. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the streams have been really like. A really good way to keep, kind of, motivated and keep creative, because when you have like a set schedule, where when especially when people are watching, you kind of have to. You can't just sit there and not do anything. Like you actually have to make some music, which has been a really good thing.
0: Have you had people connecting with you and stuff and watching it? And-
1: yeah, um, yeah, people have been like. um People would ask for stems from beats and stuff, and uh, and then make like their own thing from them and send them back, which has been really really cool. Um, and yeah, just it's just helped kind of connect with people in a different kind of kind of way to... When you write what you stuff,
0: would. are you you're writing everything yourself, right? Because you've got a, a live band, but mm. they're not part of the recording process at all.
1: Uh, well, actually, in Funkenheim, Ben Porteous Butler. Um, well, played the drums on that, uh, and Eddie, the bass player in the band, played the bass on that. Um, but other than that, it's it's yeah, I I play most of the parts that I can.
0: And as a big, because obviously it's a it's a Sam Eagle song, and not a band as a band as it were. Yeah, I think it's just kind That's of important to you then.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of the way that I've kind of always done things, and I feel like that way. If everything's coming from you, it's gonna be more accurate to like you as a person, isn't it? Um, and it's just like much so much quicker you can just you know you can just oh, yeah. um you don't have to organize anything or um and there isn't that awkward no, not like that <laughs> yeah exactly you idiot <laughs> um but now it was really nice to have to each hours. No. <laughs> Um, uh, it was really nice to have them on, on the, on Funkenheim though. Um, that's nice to have human contact, right? Yeah, for sure. Actually, Ben is on the next one as well. He's, he's got a, um, a keys solo. He shreds, Ooh. he shreds hard. He's really dream. Does. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So. S- speaking of st- starting with these eight beats, eight bar kind of grooves or whatever. Is that generally how you start? Is the groove kind of where you start a song from or does it start with a sort of an acoustic song as such? It normally starts with like just kind of just one single idea like on, could be on guitar, could be on bass, could be on drums. Anything really could be a vocal part. And then... I don't know because it's actually been a really long time since I actually like wrote a song. <laughs> right, <You've forgotten laughs> ironically, it. like a full whole song. Um, it's that's how it that's how it used to happen. Right. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I feel like right I've I worry that I kind of got into the habit of writing an eight bar loop and that I can't. I've got yeah. so used yeah. to doing that. I actually can't write more than that. Because I'm kind of thinking about this eight-bar loop like a, a whole song now, <laughs> yep. which is kind of kind of worrying. But I guess um, uh, it normally just starts with a single idea, and it could it could come really quickly and just build off that idea, or it could.
0: Oh, you're literally there. writing as you're recording, so you're kind of yeah you building it that way. You're not like sitting in front of the piano and coming kind of coming up with it that way. It's all yeah,
1: like- yeah, very much so. Which I think is a really nice like. Way, way to write because you're kind of not really confined by anything. Like, um.
0: Do you, you, you ever have to, like, delete bits out and start again? Uh.
1: No, I normally kind of leave things how they are, to be honest. Um, because. Uh, I. At the beginning of recording these EPs, I was, like, trying to re record. I'd make a demo and then try and re record it. But it, I kind of realised, like, what's the point in trying to just. Recreate exactly what you've just played. Why don't you just use what you just played? Like, so I tend to just leave stuff as it is now, even if it's kind of uh,
0: raw. Is it quite raw sometimes? Yeah,
1: even if it's got like a computer fan or something in the background or, or whatever, it's it's more about like the I guess the energy and the performance of the the
0: feel the feel <laughs> of the Do you of the track. Feel under pressure, like signing up a deal. Do you feel more under pressure now as a musician? To kind of come up with stuff and fulfill yeah, do, your end of the bargain, as it yeah. Were. How
1: how are they with like? Do they, they how often are they contacting you? And saying, Where? Oh
0: man, what the fuck have you only written eight bars? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Where's uh, the songs, man?
1: <laughs> no, they are like literally everything. I think a label should be like. I missed my deadline by about six months, <laughs> and they were they were just like. Honestly, take as much time as you need. Just, it's the most important thing. It's just getting it right, and that's very and, um
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, I consider myself very lucky. To... So, did they did they put the deadline in place, or did you say, "Oh, have it done by this point"?
1: Uh, it was just in the contract. It was like to get it done by the thirty first of October, and I was like, "Yeah, sure." That's like a song every. I've like I've already written the songs. I've only got to record a recorded song every like four days. And then it got to like the thirty first of October and, and I you was had a Halloween party, so <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Just literally just all the, I just spent all my time focusing on Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> that's the <your> first mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um No, I can't really remember what at what point it was at. I think I'd finished the songs, but they were just kind of really shit. Um and I took them in and they were basically just like yeah, these the fuck is this these aren't good enough at all. Like this this isn't it doesn't sound like you like this isn't what we signed you for um uh. and it was quite a like they weren't like brutal it, but it was it was quite a sh- a shock like yeah, to hear like they so don't like literally everything like, shit out <laughs> 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 oh no i didn't that sounded like really like uh no it was just a shock that um uh cuz uh, often like people don't really often people aren't like really honest yeah that's about, true about stuff I suppose like if, that. if the only people who've heard it are your friends and your family exactly. who are going to coat it a little bit and yeah what, that's, that's a
0: really good example of how when music starts becoming a professional job mm, for sure. and not just just get out and that'll do mm. there's actually kind of like a higher criteria than that and for when sure. it becomes a prof- a profession mm. and a business as it were as a music thing as well the two start colliding mm. and those sort of things It's interesting I'd say that actually like that yeah yeah, the, honest, the painful honesty yeah. it was it was a really good thing it was you such should... a good thing did, did it did it make you bum did it bum you out or did it spur you on or did you have a few days of being bummed out and then think fuck it i got to get to this or...
1: for like a month it like hit me really really hard and I just I just like couldn't do anything musical and then I was like I realised like that they were really right and that it it because I think what you were saying about pressure, um, I think when I was writing those those songs that I I sent to them, I was literally just trying to write what I thought they wanted, basically, mm-hmm. and so it no longer sounded like me and just what, wasn't. What did you think they wanted? Uh, I think I think more of like, um, more of like a band kind of thing I think right. um, I wasn't really sure to be honest. I wasn't really sure like I had no clue what I was doing really I was just kind of um, yeah I just kind of lost track a little bit of yeah. what was going on um, and then I kind of reflected on that meeting that we had
0: and um. And they, they were they in contact with you in that month or did they just say see you in six months yeah they just said like just take
1: some time and, like, think about. Think oh what you have to think about. What you've <laughs> <done>. <laughs> no, they were like, just think about kind of, um, where, think about like w- what why you're kind of making, making this music, and like, what what kind of motivations behind it are, and that was like, I I I wrote um, a song. The first song I wrote after that um, is on the second EP. It's called How Often, and it's, like... uh, It's probably my favourite song out of all all of them, actually. It's, like, um, just... I just really got back to, like, writing just for fun and just writing just fun stuff that's just enjoyable to make and just literally, like, just for myself. Um, And... Yeah, it was just like... It was a game-changer. Yeah, for sure. And I don't know if... Um, yeah, I I don't know. I think that was probably like... I think they were maybe kind of harsh deliberately for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like, to kind of push you in the right direction. That's like why doing EPs for... These EPs have made such a massive difference. Yeah. Because I think it was just realising that, that standard, like you say... That you need to be at, I just wasn't at. And um...
0: but I obviously saw, obviously saw loads of new to it, and, like entertain you, right? So mm. you know you have it in you. It's mm. just kind of being given a kind of direct, being p- facing the right, the proper right direction, and mm. where you were walking. Maybe it's, you kind of got a bit lost along the way, and it's like for sure. Because I could imagine like that, the guy, the I, from my point of view, if I was like offered like a record deal or something about fucking hell wicked, mm. it's like really exciting. You buzzed off it. And then the kind of reality of the work kind of comes in, and then the kind of expectations, and then imagine, that, yeah, like you're then told actually this is not fucking this is no good or this is mm. not right. Mm. Oh, shit! I can see how that's like a massive kind of like a yeah, a bit of a slap around the face. It's like, yeah, like, yeah. It's, a, it's a reality check. Yeah, because yeah, exactly. you're on a high, and
1: I suppose it, if, again, if it was me, I'd think, wow, I'm really good. <laughs> Everybody thinks I'm great, but then hearing. Yeah. Uh, in fact, not everyone thinks it right and Not everything you do is going to be amazing. <laughs> but it's important.
0: It's important to hear that. It is really, really important, <clears throat> especially if you take it the right way. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You've oh, got, yeah, yeah. yeah you've got you need to take the, kind of the criticism out of it and totally. take mm. take it for the right reasons, and then mm. give you extra impetus to kind of like get a go again. Yeah, definitely. But so yeah, men,
1: mental health-wise, I suppose that's like one of the biggest things for musicians is dealing with dealing with rejection. Well, I suppose this wasn't rejection because. Ultimately they were saying, We're not rejecting you, we just want you to mm. try harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Or work harder or whatever. But Well, I, I don't know if it was I think it was like it was just that it, it Be true to yourself kind of more Exactly.
0: That's exactly it, yeah, yeah. Were you trying to are you do you feel under pressure to write like singles, like as in like chorusy kind of poppy stuff?
1: No, not anymore. I literally since like Since that
0: meeting you're like, so fuck it, I'm doing what I wanna do.
1: Yeah, literally since then like it's I just kind of it, it was it was such a kind of relief, like, because um, the songs are kind of at a point now where if someone doesn't like something or anything, I kind of I kind of know in myself like they are a hundred percent the way that I wanted to make them, and and once once you like know that, it's like really easy to take criticism or like negative feedback or whatever, just because you just kind of know that. As long as you're doing, yeah. Exactly. As long as they came from a real place and exactly. sort of you, mm-hmm. can, you're 100 percent behind them, mm. then it doesn't matter what anyone else
0: thinks, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you, you know, I mean, you put yourself out, you put your work out there. It's not going to please everyone. Never, mm. nothing does. You know, you're always mm. going to get some people that say it's fucking amazing. and You're going to have people that say don't like it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the reality of anything you do. Anything sure. any artist ever does ever. Yeah. Or anyone who puts themselves out on the on the sports field. they're there to be be kind of criticised a little bit you know
1: definitely yeah
0: but that's why there's like 65,000 people in the stands and only like 24 people on the sports field (laughs) it's hard to do that's true what sport is this? hello my name is Bernard
1: 2001 you might recognise me from my collaborations with Radiohead Visit them at 40 Eld Lane, Colchester
2: or online at bestdatesvintage.co.uk Peace out, Mother Crushers. Cricket. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Twenty-four. Oh, yeah. when, you, when you said you
1: were writing stuff, you thought that's what they wanted to hear. Mm. Like Steve says, were you thinking I need to have this breakthrough single? Was, does that enter your head? Do you think I it's got to be so. catchy? Yeah, I think so. I think I was kind of simplifying everything too mm-hmm. much, and and yeah, I I think like putting pressure on yourself is the worst thing you can do creatively. Mm-hmm. Literally, like it just kills any creativity about a song or anything. Um, yeah, I think I think I was just thinking too much commercially about them. Yeah. Um, which just is is definitely important to think about, but not at the creative stage. I think, like when you're writing. Maybe, yeah, maybe if some edits or whatever. Yeah, you can exactly. come into it. But yeah, from the that little. Mm. germ of an idea, it shouldn't come into it. No, no, no. We we suffer from that massively in our band. It was kind of we had all these people saying to us, like, You're great, you're amazing. You just haven't got that breakthrough single. Mm. I mean this was this was during a time when people actually played, you know, sort of music as you know, as big money still mm. in music. I'm not saying you're not going to appear. <laughs> no, across really no. your dreams, over there. you know the industry's it's changed. Yeah, yeah, of course. What it's I'm saying so is, we're, we're really old. Yeah, but uh, yeah, they're yeah, they're they're felt it was pressure, like, didn't you? Yeah, you've got to have a radio hit, and then I can definitely imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Then, you, then we'll sign you. Mm. So, as a songwriter, it was like, right, just go away. Write writers. Right a as, massive, like, it's a massive radio hit. Here. Imagine that the situation for like creativity-wise, mm. like with that little voice in your head, right, chorus has got to be there by, before a minute hits, and mm. it's, that's not art. That's not mm. how you write art.
2: Mm.
1: No, I, I definitely agree. I think, I can't imagine what it would be like to be in that position. I feel like the real pressure would come, not to say that it isn't real pressure, but like, I feel like the real pressure would come when you're kind of, when you've written a massive hit and you're trying to follow it up. Follow it up. yeah. Like, We need, no, we need another one. <laughs> I cannot imagine...
0: Yeah. What that? Yeah, yeah. Or well, the classic second album on one... thing, when like the exactly. first album goes fucking massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the pressure of like people like with the cash cash dollar signs in their eyes, mm. go go on. Yeah, do it, do it, it again. On Particularly shoulders. if you're a songwriter. Yeah, mm. exactly. You're Chris Martin. Mm. Yeah, and you got the rest of the Coldplay looking on, going, "Fucking hell We need another yellow Chris, Come yeah. on. <laughs>
1: he did it though. To be yeah. yeah. fair, so yeah. it can happen. It can. Lots of people. Lots of people. Some people just have a have a gift for that kind of. Yeah. I feel every man. I the the yeah. it. Was, yeah. I feel like it's uh, If you just have like a really good creative like philosophy, to you, like like Tom York, for example, is like the classic, um, like chameleon who can just kind of keep relevant and keep with the times and stuff. He's just got like such a good philosophy to him, where he's just really doing something a hundred percent.
0: Honest to himself, yeah, it's always authentic. So
1: it's... And like, we were talking about this today how he, like, he went through a phase where he just didn't want to be melodic anymore, and he was all mm. about rhythm. And
0: mm. we, were comparing but... him, we were comparing him to you, so. yeah, oh, geez, <laughs> yeah no. we spoke about it, weren't we? <laughs> um... yeah,
2: <cool>. Sam,
0: mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly it's the, the same rest. thing. We were talking about you, and then we we're talking about Tom York and how that he's generally a musician as well. And you mm. just saying about. He's trying to be anti-melody almost. And yeah, like rhythm, I've, rhythm. I've
1: sort of watched interviews with him where he said, I, I started hating melody, I wanted it to be, around. I suppose it was around the kid A time, and I just yeah, wanted yeah. to, I found my voice too pretty, and I wanted it to just be about the rhythm. Mm. But nevertheless, his gift for melody still came through, even even mm. in the stuff where he didn't want it to be Yeah, yeah. You know, beautiful melodies, it still was, because that's just fundamental to it? who he is. Yeah. yeah obviously there's stuff like Tree Fingers where there's no yeah
0: there's no <laughs> <laughs> Idiotech for example is a good example of that, like yeah that kind of like robotic kind completely of completely like... different noise but
1: it's still a great yeah. tune yeah. I think mm. but yeah so you're a modern day Tom York is so what we're oh no, <laughs> That's no. what I'm saying no, I won't put that pressure on you <laughs> but speaking of sort of your influences mm. it's very kind of there's always a sort of funk groove kind of element sort of talking heads yeah, style yeah. to it mm. Is that something? I still find it melodic, but do you? Is that important to you? Do you kind of think is the groove important to you? Yeah, hugely. Kind of. I think every single aspect, literally, like every part, very much with coping mechanisms. Like that was very much kind of a philosophy of of how those songs were written. In that, like, there wasn't a single part that was more important than the others. Like the bass line. I think the bass lines are probably in in those songs probably the the thing that like holds them all together best. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think, you know, rhythm
0: Shout out Eddie Jones.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: because yeah he's got a lot of work in his hands, cause it's they're kind of weird time changes and sequences. Yeah, like, they're sure. quite like walking bass lines, aren't they? As well. yeah. So you've got to have your wits about you when you're really playing that.
1: Mm. But yeah, rhythm is like definitely as as important as is the melody, or um, or is it anything else? It really, I kind of, it always like each individual part. Um, I think I th- I like stuff when uh, when everyone's kind of when a whole band is like a unit, like no one's over the top of anyone yeah. else, or
0: even the singer. Um, so it's not important for you to have the melody, like the vocals, kind of like front and center. Not necessarily. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, with the with these new songs though, they are a lot more like um, the vocals cut through a lot better, I think, than than the old. Yeah, I feel music. that with Funkenheim. That's obviously the only new one I've mm. heard, but that is is the shift towards yeah, for sure, being more front and center with the vocals. I think, mm. I think lyrically, is that deliberate. Yeah, I think uh, lyrically these songs are more kind of lyrically much stronger. So I, I so guess yeah. you're happier for people to hear the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lyrics too. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, I kind of didn't want them. Uh, I didn't want the lyrics to be lost because um, they are like a super important part of the sea. What um, what is a Funkenheim in that? Oh, in that this, context, this was like. Do you know Black Midi? Yes, um, they're a band, Steve. They are a band. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they they put out an, It's like such such a like obscure hipster joke. It really <laughs> right. is. They put out a uh, an album called Schlagenheim, and um... yeah, it was just a just kind of a joke. It's a little nod to that. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. a little no- nod because because oh, um, it was just like a, I'm surprised we didn't get that. <laughs> like a funky like black midi song, I guess. Yeah. But it's not at all like at the same time. Uh, I think their album had just come out, and like, I'm just terrible at naming stuff. So it was just like Funkenheim. And then it just stuck. Um, same with like 15, 8, and bassie Song. Like, names. You just kind of give something a name so that you don't just call it New Song or New, New Song or New, New yeah, yeah. Song 2. You've got to give it a name, and then it just can't think of a better name. Really.
0: <laughs> Surely, just <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, do you, uh, you play most all the instruments apart from the brass right oh yeah there isn't Isn't there isn't any brass in the new stuff isn't uh, it no is there is there an instrument you like playing most do you prefer like bass bass guitar
1: bass is my favourite instrument for sure it's just like oh I'd love to be a bass player in a band just because it's just so satisfying like you're just filling because kind of if, if a band doesn't have guitar it's fine if a band doesn't have drums it's fine if a band doesn't have bass or like any low frequencies though okay. nah is it like the AAS the what sorry the AAS didn't have a bass player did they not no. did they have some kind of way of compensating I think his guitar was kind of pedally. Oh. Yeah. pedal in a way that it mm. was probably filling in some of
0: that but mm. it's noticeably not as yeah I'd have a bit of bass guitar mm. it's always like the one where we used to play music mm. and like the bass would kick in it's like ah oh, there it really goes yeah it's just old Jay don't have a bass
1: player do they? they don't they don't, they
0: don't. Mm. that's true
1: is yeah. that why you hate them? Is it I don't hate Alt-J <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I, see, I hate old Jay. scrawled on the toilet wall just before I got here <laughs> which is actually no. uh, <laughs> I, no, I can't back that <laughs> um, but no there's just something so satisfying about it you're just filling mm. a space a lot of, you, yeah. you, Steve's a frustrated bass player. Yeah,
0: I love the bass really? guitar. Yeah, I think it's I uh, think when it kicks in. It's like oh, it's, an ex- it's, it's like, like a it proper is, experience. Right, it's, very yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, just like it jumps and it comes the, it through
1: what, mm. whatever you always exactly. you can always hear the bass. There's never yeah. any worry about that. Mm. As a singer, yeah. I was always I always felt I was kind of singing into the wind. Mm. Like you you're hear fighting, are not Yeah, I was fighting to be heard. You also
0: notice it a lot when a fuck note happens yeah well, that's true stuff yeah. Duffer note comes through in the that's bass it, guitar you can't make mistakes on bass no you can get away with it in the guitar a bit more
1: yeah. mm. just play really quietly I guess but yeah bass just cuts through whatever
0: time mm. signature wise
1: mm. let's talk time signatures oh, because your stuff is quite complex and like sort of broken up in all these different time signature parts is that a, again is that a conscious thing is that because you think oh the song dictates it or do you think I, li- I like it when it's complicated, so let's put it in. No, well, it's it's never. How much do you think about it? <laughs> it's it's. I try and like when when writing stuff, try and like s- deliberately do stuff as little as possible. Like, it's it's just normally just how it comes out, really. Um, but I haven't written. I.
2: Do any of the new ones have?
1: I've. I feel like all of the new ones are four four, Ooh. disappointingly. Ooh. Oh no, very, I'm happy. Very with it. disappointing. That means I can dance them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, uh, like yeah, it, it would never be a, a a conscious thing, really. I don't think. Um, so I remember talking
0: to Ben about it when he's playing the drums and stuff, and like yeah. really challenges him to kind of like keep up with it because mm. he's never quite sure where you're going with it, and it's like, <laughs> sure, yeah,
1: yeah. I I feel like though, like. Sometimes it can just I really like songs when they have kind of jarring time signatures, but it doesn't necessarily feel jarring. Right. There's a song called Pin It Down. Do you know Madison Cunningham?
2: Madison Cunningham?
1: I feel like I feel like you'd like her a lot. Okay. Um yeah. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, that's true. An American woman. Um She uh yeah, she's got a song called Pin It Down, which is uh in seven eight, but like, it just—you wouldn't even notice, right. like, that it's in a different time signature, because it's like it just flows so well and it's so groovy. I really like things like that. Electric Feel by, uh, MGMT. Such a good example. Such a good he's, example. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I think it's in like nine eight or something. Yeah. Funky, but it, it's just—it's just a great song. Yeah. You don't sort of—you don't go. Oh, don't what think the about fuck it. it's going on with the time signature? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But we, because we used to try and write things in the, uh, it was like a conscious choice. Mm. I don't think we're clever enough. No. And so we'd right, let's let's write a really cerebral, cerebral, is that the word I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Uh, something complex um, something expert <laughs> <on> <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And
1: <laughs> um, yeah, we, it just sounded really forced, and like it was like, yeah. oh, this isn't us. And so mm. we, yeah, we can never, we can never pull it off. Mm, yes. but, yeah. you'll... Clearly, very good at it because it sounds. It doesn't. It sounds very natural. Oh, also, I, I did notice it, not in a jarring way, but mm. in a oh, oh that's oh, that's clever. Just in sometimes think that. Yeah, that, that's good. Thank <laughs> you. Get a <your> fucking room. <laughs> 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 Next question: Can we make sweet, sweet love?
0: <laughs>
1: with that, with that? No. But, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you got into music. Sure. Let's go back in time. Back in time, little <laughs> Sam. how did you first get into music what were you kind of what were your first sort of early musical touchstones Uh, my sister used to give me a lot of music she'd make me a lot of like older sister blank older sister yeah she'd make me a lot of like blank CDs with just all those songs on uh, which Inside Out by Beck was on actually that's how I she liked the deep cuts yeah that was how I found it and then I I didn't know because it didn't have they didn't have any names on or anything I like, it was like my favourite song for ages. And until you not know what it was? Until I got Shazam, ah, which was like one of the most amazing. It still is, like, it blows my mind every time I use it. It's, it's, Shazam is crazy. Where uh, was it? What was it, uh, Twina?
0: Your, Your early sister. Your sisters, sister. sister's cups. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Side so step for that one. Um, yeah, she she made me a load of like, I guess mixtapes, CDs. Yep. Um, and how, how old? Are you? paint me a picture. How old are you? At this? And how old is she? Eleven, twelve. She's okay. probably she's twelve years older than me. And at this point, you don't play guitar or anything. You... No. Um, I think I actually started guitar when I was quite. Well, actually, maybe I started guitar about that kind of age. But I, I got. Um, I just I just was really bad and so I just kinda of lost motivation with it for like four years maybe until I was about wow. sixteen, I reckon. Um but it started because of School of Rock. Well
0: wow. Yeah, someone said that who was that someone said that.
1: Yeah, that was Ben. Oh, as man. Well, it? Ben, yeah. Ben's a big school yeah, of rock, rock Yeah. Yeah. yeah very much sure. kindred spirits in that Yeah. We did a we did a cover of um at Three Rose Monkeys we played the um School of Rock song and yeah. baby we were making straight A's that one. <laughs> Sure. Ben sang oh, so weird so weird but yeah School of Rock I reckon that's inspired a lot of people I to start so. music such a good film um, yeah I probably started writing about 15 16 writing music I was in a band called Kathmandu and you guys yes um, uh, had us for our first ever gig yeah I think that's what you went under when you played that Radiohead cover. Oh, really? Was think, it that one? I think so. We were, there were I three of us. I remember the night. Yeah. yeah. There were three of us. So, um, I was wearing an R2-D2 hat. Yes. And it was yeah. the day before my birthday. And yeah, my your f- parents came. Yeah. Yeah. And my friend Lewis got me a, an R2-D2 yes. build a Bear. as yeah. well. Yeah, and you, you had that with you when you yeah. performed, yeah. yeah. I remember. That was really nice. That was a really, really nice night. Um... Uh yeah, so I was with Kathmandu for quite a while, which was really like I was in loads of bands before that but they were just like classic, like seven nation army, like <laughs> kind of cover bands. You know? Sure, nice Valerie's not fun anyway though. Eh? Yeah. You have to yeah, do exactly, exactly. Um Katmandu was really fun though. Uh that was also with Innie who we've done like so much music together we've kind of always been in projects so who
0: sings in who sings in your he directed the video do oh is you it know he the new video uh no who
1: was that uh that was just me um oh alright okay I made that with my friend Jasper who, Jasper That's... um he's, was yeah. he and Catwoman do no he wasn't oh. but he has like done all the videos right okay um yeah, uh Innie's, Innie's um, the guitarist in the Lemon Lizards yeah. and played that acoustic show here. Yeah. I can picture him. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm picturing him right now. I was picturing a <laughs> girl. He's naked. Who's yeah. <laughs> so the girl
0: who sings on your Oh yeah. EP, uh, a P. Uh That's
1: my friend Beth. Um yeah, I kinda when I wrote Funkenheim, literally like from the beginning, I wanted like a super like f- a kind of folky kind of female voice like super clear um and beth just has that voice so it's kind of perfect she sang on uh, on moon jelly as well old track of mine um so that was nice but um yeah she's just like she's not she's not a musician okay. or anything she's just just good at singing just good at singing yeah exactly just had, had the right kind of thing
0: I want to move on the time? Sure. To um, a regular feature we have. Sure. Do you know what it's called? Ban for life. <laughs>
1: Slash band for, life. Slash band for <laughs> yeah. life, very clever. I like. I enjoy it. Thank you. <laughs> Every time I hear it. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I want you to give two bands. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah,
1: don't tell us which is which. Which is gonna, which? Gonna, oh, we like yeah, to, yeah, as an course, added layer of, of this, A fun, we guess which that, is which. I think it's going to be quite. Yeah. quite yeah. They yeah. usually are pretty old I'm guessing you're going to. No, no.
0: you no. i'm Before you say, I'm going to guess. You're going to say Talking Heads. And Oasis. <laughs> Muse.
1: So <laughs> they're the ones who come up all the time. But don't tell us yet. We just have to explain the concept for yeah, the, the new listener. Okay. Someone might be a super fan of yours who's only listening yeah. to this one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's probably mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. So Band for Life slash Band for Life is a feature where we ask our guests to pick two bands. One that they could listen to exclusively for the rest of time because they love them so much. Another one that they would erase their music from existence. Not the people themselves; they've got families, just their music. Yeah. Okay. I, I hit us with the two bands. I was actually in the in, sorry to ruin the uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> consistency
1: there. That's right. Um, when you sent me a message about this, yeah, um, you said f- <laughs> Sorry, this sounds it sounded very accusi- accusational. Yeah. Uh, you sent me a. Band for life, spell it wrong? and also <laughs> a band that you could listen to exclusively. Are they separate things or the same thing? Then. So yeah, one one band you could listen to. So they're the same thing. Yeah. Forever. Oh, okay.
0: And then one band, B A N N E D. Yeah. You're mm. destroyed. Band or an course. artist?
1: Okay. So you, Did you I to not to... put the the slash mark in? Oh no, the, the no, don't worry, that's okay. Um He fucked that road right up, wouldn't you? <laughs> um Uh My Band for Life Well actually it could be either
0: one. It could okay. be either one, it's couldn't it? Yeah, two of two bands or artists and then have a guess. Radiohead. And
1: <laughs> li- specifically Liam Gallagher. Oh, okay. Not a band, but. Oh, he's an an artist. It's a band or artist, yeah. Oh, okay. That's perfectly acceptable. Well, again, yes, again. Can you guess? Can you guess? Yes, again. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Is that quite. It's
1: so so weird how. Is that quite a classic? This is is the. you (laughs) crystallized this whole feature. Yeah. Radiohead have come up a lot as people's band for life, yeah. which is
0: how it should be. They maybe, should be everybody we, maybe, for life. maybe it's just the people that we like that we always yeah. get people on that we like. We, <laughs> have, we don't get any like geezers on here we go, Fucking hell, we. Yeah, true. They go, oh, Fucking sabian. Like like we? We, right. we
1: need to make friends with a working class person.
2: <laughs> but we're too scared of them. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. Actually, well, no, Steve, Steve knows some electricians. <laughs> Well, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean? well, we don't really Well, they live too, too far away to come on the yeah. come on the pod. Um, but okay, so it's breaths. pretty obvious which way it is because mm. we know you. Yeah, we've already spoken about you doing a Radiohead cover, so it's kind of that's true. Yeah. And I know for a fact from speaking to you that you're a big Radiohead. Fan. Mm. You went and you saw them on the Moonshake Pool tour. Didn't I you? did. You didn't see them at the Round? Was it at the Roundhouse? Uh, no, I saw them at a festival called NOS Alive. Oh, in, okay. In Lisbon, okay. which was like the most insane lineup. It was like one night had um uh, uh, who's first? Some someone crazy, and then it was Robert Plant, Tame Impala, Radiohead, and I was like, "This is such a, a crazy." crazy Pixies were also playing. Chemical Brothers were also playing. Courtney Barnett. Uh, Fortet, so many people. That was yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. It's um, good. They were yeah, amazing to see live because I probably won't ever see them again. Like, I feel like that's. A- Have you seen them live?
0: Mm. A few times. Wow. Yeah. So what's is it <coughs> about Radiohead that you love so much um, that you could always listen to? I
1: I don't know. I think it's just. I think it's just really inspiring. Like how creative they are across their whole discography about how each album is kind of so um, so different. I think In Rainbow specifically, though, is... Machine number one. Yeah, for sure. So it's was that just, the first one you heard? Yeah, it was. Actually, the first time I heard it was on one of those uh, CDs my sister made. I heard Body Snatchers, and I actually hated it. Really? The first time I heard it, I was like, oh, what is... It, like this guy's voice, like it's horrible. It's horrible to listen to. And then like a couple of years went by, I was like, this is insane. I don't know what changed, but it it Something went. Something clicked. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. Like now they're like, "Body Sat is like one of my favorite songs ever. Um, I don't know. They've just they've You're just a got it. Person. that's true. They, well, they have, have not they? <laughs> they've they, just got they, whatever it. Whatever it is, they've got it. They've got it. I think as well, like um, it's not the specific reason why I like them, but I think they're just all individually just so talented. I think you rarely see that in a band. It's true. It's rare that a band has one genius, but to have Mm -hmm. like essentially
2: four? You gonna go
1: that far? Three. Tommy obviously in my in my book, Tommy a genius. Johnny Greenwood's a genius, and I think Colin Greenwood. As far as bass lines one, are,
0: easily one of the best basses yeah. ever. Easily, I think. what's weird is like Phil Selway when you listen to the first album, <laughs> fucking, hell, he's like oh, puffing it, yeah. and puffing, <laughs> <laughs> like painful to listen to him. But then as he's gone, on, he's got fucking, he's wicked now. Well, he went to, to
1: he went to drum school after the first album. He, re- I don't know if he was told or really? he realised he was shit. Yeah, he went to the sort of London School of Drumming or something. <laughs> And that's probably not the actual title of it, but he went. Yeah, he went back. to uh, Went back to school and got good. Mm. So because he felt like he was letting the band letting the down. down. Mm. And and it made
0: such a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Because from, from, from the bends
1: on, you, you don't. It's perfect. Because you notice the drums being shit on the first album Yeah. But from then on in, you don't really. Escape right, France, our old, our old <laughs> Yeah. He's yeah. He's, on the first, it sounds like he's tense and struggling <laughs> yeah, like, on the right. <laughs> I can't keep up voice. He's <laughs> like. Beep, ding, <laughs> ding, ding, yeah. I mean the first <laughs> the production on the first album was sh- shit anyway. <laughs> um, but I think I think that's a, like te- I think that's just a teasing album, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like
0: they a- yeah, they needed it for their journey, mm. but they had creep on it which is enough to get them through. Well, yeah, it was enough to get them to the next album mm. basically.
1: I think I think that's I think the production is one of the reasons why I love them so much. Like I think in Rainbows I would honestly if there was a perfect album like seriously I think that's a perfect I've, album I'm, I'm with you I think it's faultless I think you could listen back to it in 20 years, 30 years and I think it would still yep. sound because it's what, like how old is it like, 2007 I think In
2: you as well. 13 yeah. years old yeah.
0: it could be released today have you have e- e- E17 have <laughs> 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 <knew it> <laughs> listen come back to me He's 17, Perfect album talk.
1: Oh, wait, is that like a B-side? Because you're, nice.
0: not, you're not that down on In Rainbows, are you? Uh, uh, I enjoy it. I don't see... You don't bum it. Like I don't bum <laughs> like really. it. Like, yeah, like, loads of people seem to as well, like, yeah, particularly In Rainbows. In Rainbows, for your... We're obviously different generations,
1: yeah. mm. listeners, different ages. <laughs> but for people your age, that was kind of... I think that was the, your first... For a lot of people, your age know, mm. that was the the Radiohead album that got you into Radiohead, mm. yeah. which whereas for our age it was like there it was, okay it was a another the Radiohead minute. album. Mm. Yeah. P- yeah, but it, so but cool. it, it is a re- it's a really special album. I think it's just so timeless. Like, yeah, everything is kind
0: of It went, it went back it kind and, of like because yeah. before that they were going quite electronic, right, and then it went quite yeah, it, in a and then this in came a out a way, with guitar. way, really it was Atari. a kind of yeah, return to. Benzing, always it's like a kind of lots of like picky guitars. I suppose it's it more or...
1: song, yeah, songy,
0: but then it's so varied it as well. Yeah. Well, that's that's what like, I like about it. It's like
1: like a Sonic Youth song, and then yeah, Nude's like a sort of just a beautiful mm. that's like an old, that was that's an a old song one from, from like, like a computer, okay computer era, yeah, because yeah. you watch it's there's a version of it on computer, Rocky, easy, where it's yeah, a like lot rockier. And... Yeah, that's what I love about it though. Each song has such like its own identity, yeah, yeah. which I think is really cool. There's a section in the middle of that album that I think is the best run of songs of any... I mean, it's my yeah, it's probably my favourite album of mm-hmm. all time. But there's a bit in the middle where it's just like, this is how... It doesn't get any better than
0: this. Yeah. But we should probably have this no, <laughs> conversation
1: <man>. off air. <laughs> I just literally tug each other off. What, listening... about... <laughs> <laughs> what
0: about... What about... Why Liam Gallagher in the show? Oh, yeah. Let's fin- 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 just... Just get to the negative. Poor old just... Liam.
1: Yeah, he just... Oh, I just can't. He'll be hurt by this. <laughs> He'll He'll be listening if I know him. Uh, <laughs> he just can't, like... I just can't... I just can't... His voice is horrid. Like, it's so... Yeah. It's so... It's just so... So in the early days, Liam, when he was... just any, Yeah, Oasis era, Liam, not in his pomp... I just find it so kind of like gr- that's like it's like being it's like rubbing sandpaper. On oh, rails. okay. Do you know what I mean? It's just very grating. grating. Yeah. I I I hate to be negative. I'm sorry, but
0: that's what it's what this section for. Is for so, it? is it the songs themselves? Are you, that kind of plodding rock and roll thing?
1: I yeah, I think I think so. I think just the whole
0: kind of no um, no no frills, balls in the bar- <laughs> balls the pub rock, falls out the bath Does it falls out of the bathtub? Falls out of the bathtub. Yeah. yeah, rock and roll. It's even <laughs> got better than his cable, Rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, there's no <laughs> pissing <laughs> about with him, is there? <laughs> say what you say, Liam. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, it just doesn't, it just doesn't get me going. Like that's fair enough. It doesn't kind of as a person. Yeah, it do, you just think it, do you think it is coloured slightly by his kind of. Cartoonish personality—that sort of
0: no. I don't, I don't.
1: I think he's got a good as like as like an image as like a a persona. Yeah. I think he's 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 a great you know rock persona for sure. Lots of the rock stars he's Last got that it before, right? Mm. You know, in terms of like uh characters, like he's got it all with me. But um just like music-wise, I don't know, just doesn't. Just can't, just don't like, just don't like listening to it. That's fair enough. That's, that's it's that's a it. game of opinions. Mm. It's a game of opinions. i I'm, I'm sorry, Do Liam.
0: Do you think me. that <laughs> like, yeah, I he will come on? Sometimes I think that that kind of old. Kind of old school, kind of rock and roll. Kind is, it, of, is it because it seems passe and kind of cliche? And... I think the world's changing, and there's more and more people like Sam it's a thr- it's a thr- that are like kind of like creatives that are in their bedroom making music because it's not easy to make music in your bedroom now than it ever has been. Mm. You can make, you can write albums sitting at home right now and like mm. make fucking good albums as well. Mm. And good, gone are the days where you're having to spend fifty grand on a. Mm. What, 200 grand in a recording just, studio just mm. hiring a piano the and so it's more kind of accessible for like solo artists as well to kind of who are creative people to make stuff like that and that mm. old band dynamic is kind of almost like a bygone era mm. yeah I think so don't know maybe I mean it's a theory no it's I, right? I agree it's A relic. sure yeah
1: a bygone era that's what film is that from <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm quoting M from a James Fox film <laughs> I'll stop doing that. Who's the next? Uh, sorry, I don't know if you've. Uh, but who but is uh, the next M? Oh, and you, know. has it been announced? Is it? Is a
0: new one, is it? I don't oh, know. Is it not. Uh, is
1: is it not Ray Fines anymore? Is he just doing this last oh. one? and then... Yeah,
0: because Ray Fines is. I assume is doing it's the last Fines time, it? in this this one, no. and then when it's. When Wait, Craig...
1: when. When did Dents drop out? Oh, a couple of films. Ago. She really? Spoiler alert. Was she, was she was murdered off, in
0: Nurse.
1: Dear <laughs> yeah. me. In Skyfall, yeah, in Skiffle. Gosh. Anyway, so. Um, Keep pop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have got our finger on the pulse. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, let's
1: well let's wrap up. Sam, tell us where we people can find you. What they should. What's coming next? And. Uh, we should mention the merch. Oh yeah. Jazz yes, is very. Sweetly nice bought a uh, t-shirt there. Mhm. Um. I feel a bit guilty because I don't buy every guest that we have merch. Or only the ones that I truly love oh. <laughs> so well, I um, feel under the pressure I feel bad for not does Ben have any merch? I don't think so okay oh, I, I shouldn't so. feel too guilty okay. um, uh, yeah find like my music anywhere um, online next thing that's coming out is a single called Like This which is out on the 18th of November um, and then an EP follows that um, so that's the next thing we coming out with another video, which was the last finished. video was Ace. Hmm. Oh, thanks, man. Um, yeah, this one's kind of uh, kind of along the same lines, kind of weird and kind of um, trying to follow a concept. Cool. Uh-huh. Oh, concept. Dumb, dumb, dumb. Are
0: you, you going to play something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where did I put my guitar? Oh, yeah. I think it's well. You get your guitar. We'll you wrap up. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, and where can people find us Steve oh yeah oh, oh. <laughs> talking about Cause us we've got merch too yeah uh, bestdaysvintage.co.uk is the best way to find most of the stuff and mm-hmm. obviously follow us on best Days Vintage, or oh, you can come and see us in our shop or you can come around our else yeah feel free unless you're weird <laughs> yep you Jez lives <laughs> in don't actually no don't no
1: I've seen uh, some of the people that comment on this yeah <laughs>
0: Uh, Just joking, I love you all Yeah, so um, thank you guys for listening to the Failed Rockstar Club podcast and we didn't talk about fashion again we... Oh, we've always missed fashion we run out of time Yeah We've run out of time a lot today Yeah, it's been one of those days today know, Out something. of time That would have been a good yeah. song choice yeah. Oh man, I love that I forgot about
1: that song um, It's mm. a lost bloke Well, not a lost bloke well,
0: I need a little time I think thing's <laughs> over Yeah, not that one <laughs> Uh, so yeah, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, Sam's going to play a song now to close the show. Just going to move his microphone back a little bit. So yeah, sorry for the banging question
1: and, and yeah, we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye, Sam. Take it away. What's uh, yeah. what's this song called? This one's called "Turn Me Over."
0: I'll got it Yeah, I'll. Finish.
1: Um, this one's not, this one's like the very last one that's going to be released. Oh, shut the front door. This is an exclusive. It mm. is, yeah. This one's not going to be out for it. very, very long time. no one heard this yet? Um, Just saying no. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, You're no Do do. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you come meet my brother-in-law?
2: In <laughs> <laughs> Chester. <laughs> <laughs> Chester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, anyway, I just realised I'm sitting there looking right in your face. <laughs> uh... Cool.
2: Okay. I've watched
1: all your shows, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what they
2: say,
1: you've still
2: got it. <laughs> oh, jeez. Sorry. No, F- right, not- right. Focus. Uh. <laughs> okay. Let's press now. Hold me closer, turn me over. And you'll see a different side I'm not perfect And you know this But you'll notice more in time So come with me Take me with you Take me anywhere you like i'll be honest i'll be patient and if i'm not i'll try just how you're used to just how you used to do whatever satisfies oh now i need you done darling i the color in my life Whoa. Double-sided I'm reminded Falling backwards all the time Throw me over Your shoulder. And I'm bouncing off the sky, just how you used to, just how you used to, do whatever satisfies. Oh, now I'm. Circle around me, circle around me. Tunnel under, show me what you find. One more thing, are you satisfied? Oh, one more thing I need in my life. Oh, one more thing, can you tell? Hold me closer Time me over And you'll see a different side I'm not perfect And you know this But you'll notice more in time Just how you used to just how you used to do whatever satisfies Oh, now I need you, darling, I need you You're the color in my life.